This podcast does contain spoilers, so if you're okay with that, listen on. If not, pause the podcast, go watch the movie we're about to talk about, and come on back. All right, sweet. Excuse me. Brian, uh, over here. Hey. Pardon me, pardon me. Why don't you have the popcorn? It's starting! Woo! <laughs> hey, 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 hey! Shut up. Shut up and listen to the podcast. Hey! There's a lot out there to see. This is what we watched. All right, we're back. Feels I don't know why. It feels like I haven't seen you in forever, even though it's been not that long. Did we haven't see, been here. Did you see me since I got back from camping? Could we record? No, I have not. How I was, was camping? Say, yeah, that's why. You know, it was okay. Just okay? I mean, it's it, it's always It rained good. the whole time. It didn't rain the whole time. Um, It rained a little bit here and there. Uh, It was a little wind. It was more windy than rainy. Oh, really? Because down, like, down here in the uh, non-mountains, it was very rainy pretty much uh, the we entire ended, time. We ended up going up to Wyoming, um, and it was like a high of like 60 or something. So it's always fun to be out there, like no matter what. Um, But I've had better, you know. But it's, it's always fun. Cook some food on the... Have some schmores. Schmores. Drink a lot. Is of that your favorite thing too? No, no, that's a that's a Jeff thing. Cook? I like schmores. They're not is bad. It, is it is it cook? Because it's not bake. Because it's over an open flame. So apply I, heat. <laughs> I want to say cook, but baking feels right for a s'more. I feel like to me, baking has to be in an closed con. Like, I want to say oven, but not just ovens. Like, you can bake other stuff, but it's mm-hmm. got to go in something to bake. So, if I put if I put my s'more in the little trap, uh, mm-hmm. s'more trap, and then put it over an open flame, don't know what a s'more it? trap is, but uh-huh. it's go just ahead. it's a wire mesh that holds all of the ingredients together, so you don't have to like stick it, like stick the marshmallow with with a poker. You cook you cook your um, graham cracker also. That was that's the point of it. It's. Not as good as the contraption makes it sound. Is this a real thing? Or it is, is a real thing. Okay. I will. I will find it and, and show you this. S'more trap. <laughs> I, I I like to call it the s'more trap. Uh, mine has a, a has a Hershey's handle, so it's definitely. Anyway, anything. <laughs> anyways, yes. If you put it in that container and then you put it in the or no, so in my mind, the container heats it. Gotcha. Gotcha. So if you put it in that and then you put it in the oven mm-hmm. or like. A fire with a closed thing with a campfire <laughs> in it, then I would call that baking. Okay, gotcha. Don't, don't get me wrong; I don't think this is the true definition of baking. No, this is absolutely. Um, uh, this is just my weird ass. I'm not a cook because there's too many cooks. Too many cooks. Too many cooks. Uh, but yeah, we're back, and this is a podcast <laughs> called What We Watched. I am Brandon. That is Matthew. I am Jeff. He is not here. But he's always but here. In, he's here in spirit. He's never even been here. So <laughs> that's true. He is not. Uh, it's it's kind of nice to be back a little bit. It's like we've been recording at Jeff so much. It's it's nice to be back at, at basically at home. Yeah, I agree. And his stupid cat and that goddamn furry cat that won't leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> the cat is awesome. Oh, I was going to bring something. Oh, we were done with it. We're done with the intros or whatever. Yeah, sure. Did you see <laughs> Oracle whales are now attacking boats? What? 
Yes. Hell dude. yes. Yes. Fuck it. Uh, Fuck them up. Well, I wouldn't say hell yes. Fuck that's, everybody else. That's terrifying. Yes, exactly. Hell was, yeah. I'm on the orca side. Are you kidding me? I'm never going in the water, of course, but I'm on the orca side in this fight. Well, so it's interesting because I'm well, getting in early the, when our orca or- overlords hear this. <laughs> the very little that I've like I've heard. It's interesting because orcas have sunk multiple boats. That's insane. In like since apparently since like COVID, mm-hmm. um, it's been more of a thing, and they've been sinking boats. But I don't know if anybody's been killed yet because it seems like they not hmm. they sink the boat uh-huh. but don't attack anybody. Okay, so. I wonder how far... Okay, my mind went, how far back does this go? Does this go back to the Titanic? Was it orcas who actually sank the Titanic? But no, a bunch of people died, so clearly uh, it, it couldn't be the orcas. Then my thought was, well, they it's died not like a carnival cruise. They died because of the water. They weren't eaten. So they still... <laughs> orcas still could have taken down uh-huh. the Titanic uh-huh. and then just walked away, swam, swam away, away. <laughs> and then I, just I, let I, them all die in the thing. Unless mm-hmm. they, they went off to the side and watched it. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're sick fucks and they just like to watch people uh, freeze to death. Yeah, probably. That's that. That's why the the lifeboats couldn't get back in time is because the orcas were actually uh, terrorizing the lifeboat and and everybody who's you know like hey we got to go back there's a bunch of people in the water we have room now and then they started to go and they're like and the orcas like oh shit no there's more boats we're gonna fucking kill you all uh, more so boats they just they can't stop themselves like, <laughs> boats can't. on boats on boats I hope these boats don't have extra lifeboats. <laughs> never, we're never going to be able to swim away from here. Russian nesting doll of boats. No, so it's not carnival cruises that they're that they're sinking. No, no, no. Like, is it like people boats? No, no, no. Like, oh, fishing, not fishing like, boats necessarily. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what in tour, between tour boats, normal boat, human boat <laughs> that people on boats on, on the water with people. Yes, okay. with a motor, uh-huh. and they are not cruise ships. I can't. I don't. Couldn't or I don't think orcas could take down a cruise ship. Those things are gigantic. I don't know. I don't know. I think if you get enough of them, this also to goes for what seals, dolphins, walruses. Doing? I think if you get enough of them to jump and hit the boat at the same time. At the same, at the oh, same you time. you knock them over? And you capsize it, yeah. Oof. I think you're a lot, I think you're more likely to just have them all pick a certain location uh-huh. and keep hitting that one location, get oh. a hole in it. Because mm-hmm. I think the to be able to tip a cruise ship... Mm-hmm. Is like even they're in storms, yeah, um, on the ocean, and they, they won't. And they tip. still won't. Yeah, right. I mean, they'll rock quite a bit. So I don't that's, know. That's I'm wondering not capsizing. Just so you know, yeah. those are two different things. <laughs> are you sure? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I I've never been on a carnival cruise. You haven't? Mm-mm. That's pretty fun. Uh, I don't know if I was on a carnival cruise. Well, I sorry. Yeah, I've never been a, yeah, on a I cruise know what you cruise. That's <laughs> what I, I don't, Disney carnival I'm not Caribbean. Which cru- I might have been Caribbean. But I, I don't know which one it was, but it was pretty fun. Yeah. You know, it's kind of nice just being on a on one location. You don't have to deal with finding s- spots uh-huh. until you hit port and then uh-huh. you like go off. And then it's always like, oh, we got to get back before they leave us. <laughs> which the, the <laughs> sense of urgency. Uh, while you were in uh, the hills without any eyes, did you get a chance? To, I don't know. Was... Before before we get to that one, though, <laughs> I had I, I was I was thinking because I've seen like because the Spider-Verse episode, mm-hmm. you were bringing up oh the sequel the live action or whatever mm-hmm. um and then you know little mermaids live action they're talking about moana coming live action there i think i heard something else talking to about being live action and stuff and then by no means is this like a oh my god i can't believe they're ruining childhoods or whatever like mm-hmm. that I, I i'm just wondering what is the obsession with 
making things live action at all. Like, I don't understand why Spider-Verse is so popular mm-hmm. and the reaction is, oh, when are they doing the live action? Or like, we're going to do a live action. Mm-hmm. I don't understand that. I think I think it has to do with now special effects and CGI and okay. visual effects are so advanced. But why is this the peak? Like, why is live action stuff, mm-hmm. everything has to be live action? Like, oh, it's an animated movie. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, thank God we're now in 2023 mm-hmm. where we have the live action. We can, I mean, we have the CG and everything. We can do it live action. Why is this live action the peak of movies? I wish I could tell you your answer, but that's that's why I think people are are excited for it and want it more is because for me it's it's wouldn't it be so cool to live in this world and and to immerse yourself into an animated film is so much more difficult than to immerse yourself in something hey I can go walk outside and see giant robots really killing each other is so much easier for me to be, to imagine myself in that scenario versus Oh man, that's animated. I can't see myself in something like in in that kind of a world. I think that that has something to do with it. I could be completely off base, but I feel like that's got to be. So you didn't you didn't enjoy Dragon Ball Z because it wasn't live action. I loved the uh, TV show. Yes, the could movies not have, could not have, can't picture yourself in the that universe. Oh, I absolutely did. Well, that's what absolutely. I'm saying. It's no, like, I, I it seems know. so weird to me. But I that think this peak of like oh everything. To, but the I also best think case scenario is mm-hmm. live action. Well, I think that the other thing is is it just feels more real, obviously, and it feels more you're used to performances being done live. Theaters has always been done, you know, a live theater theater performance is the height of acting in in a lot of circles. So live action translates a little bit over to over to movies in that way. People would would be interested in I don't know, or just different portrayals or just updating it and making it more visually stunning. And I honestly think that my first point of the CGI is now we're capable of making things look so realistic. I think that also has a, a huge factor of well, why are you animating it? Why are you drawing it? Just put it in a computer and let's see the real thing. Let's see people at reacting to the to the animation. Let's, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think that's uh, that seems you, crazy to me. Do you have an opinion on it? No, I mean, that's what it, I mean. I have no idea. That's why I was asking because mm-hmm. I have no I don't understand why people like watch Spider-Verse and then they, their reaction is, oh, uh, it's got to be live action. Now. It's like you watched this amazing piece of art and it's yeah. like that was the best version of it. I think it's like I don't understand. I, I see I, like it's just weird to me that like they want to take these great movies I'm okay with like remaking them and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And you can absolutely remake it and do live action if you want. But the, it feels like the notion is the live action. If you want to be the best you could be, mm-hmm. it has to be live action. And that seems, I think it's, I think it's the realism. I think it's, it's the realism aspect of it. That's, that's my, uh, that's my final answer. Lock it in. I'd love to know other people's opinions on that though. That's a great question. Cause it is, it's a huge resurgence and it's not I just agree. with it is a le- great question. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. Uh, it's not just with Disney and, and yeah, I mean, it was just because of the examples currently, but like right. even beyond, you know, net Netflix wants to do all the animes mm-hmm. and all mm-hmm. this stuff. And it's like, I don't, I don't get why it's this supposedly it seems like the peak of, cause it's not even just making more money. Cause you just start using, doing live action stuff and mm-hmm. remake it as, um, animated stuff. Right. And then you could double up your money and shit, but it's like, you could, I, and I think there's also something that, um, 
Guillermo del, del Toro was talking about when promoting Pinocchio. Can't wait for the live action there because that's <laughs> garbage. Obviously, is no, <laughs> right? but that's that's pretty much what he was saying. Is is we need to treat animated film not just as a children's art form, but as an art form of its own. Animated films don't have to be this this subpar format. Uh, and I think that that's part of it. I think that the perception is that animation in cartoon, in graphics, in CGI, I think that that's just looked at as a, as a lower form of, of the of the art. What's the difference between animated and CG? Hand-drawn versus computer-drawn? You think you think all of Spider Verse was hand drawn? No, no, no. I that's just what? my like my my wet blanket uh, answer yeah, is, is animated that's what versus. I'm saying is it's wrong. Oh, because, gotcha. Because <laughs> we have perfect examples all over the place of animated that's yeah. not hand drawn. Well, I mean, you know, Snow White won. Well, I guess I don't know if it won, but Snow White I, I'd consider an animated film, and it's a cartoon. So, but well, that's what I'm saying is yeah. like the I don't like all the CG, and it's like oh sweet. We can now do it with CG. Mm-hmm. Is that not, you know, computers making it is the same it's, thing. It's still it's like, animation. It's, not right. it's still an animated. Still. Right. I see your point. And, and I do agree with I you. Everybody. And um, yeah, I guess it suck. Well, thank you for listening, though. <laughs> would you would you be OK if we did sure. who framed Roger Rabbit reversed where the cartoons were real people and the real guy was Frankly, a, is a cartoon. I'm okay with anybody doing any of the fuck thing they want. <laughs> like, this is not like me again. Like I want to say, it's like, it's not me going, Oh, I can't believe they remade um, all these movies. Yeah. Remake all of them for all I give a shit. Like make a million movies t- next year. I'll watch most of them. Probably. <laughs> like I'm perfectly fine with all those, but it's just the con, you know, mm-hmm. the mindset that, Oh, thank God. Oh, now it's peak. Finally. Now it's live action. Finally, oh, we can take this seriously. <laughs> you know, I don't know. That's very odd. Yeah, I'd like to know. I'd like to know more answers. That's all I had. Sorry. We can get we can go to the, the main the main <laughs> no, no, topic. You're good. You're, it's it's, it, it's Bef- one of those questions that I wish I had a, a more broad answer from from other people who I've already asked this question to, because I think it's a fascinating question to ask but it's good that you brought up animated this animated versus live action debate because uh there's a movie that came out recently called transformers rise of the beast which is one of the movies we're going to be talking about today well so we're gonna the main movie is going to be pale blue eyes Mm -hmm. but we'll talk Mm -hmm. a little about um transformers no spoilers or anything not that who gives a shit about it anyways (laughs) um but we'll talk a little bit about that and then talk about pale blue eyes okay um i'm you are you upset that they that transformers beat Spider-Verse? A little bit, yeah. A little bit. And by a little bit, I mean a lot. I don't honestly remember which was the last Transformers I saw. I think it was three. Yeah, it might have been. I don't know. I'm trying to think if I saw Mark Wahlberg in any of them. I did see Mark Wahlberg in that one. So I I saw four. I saw Shyla. I saw then. I saw Shyla. Shia and Shia. I saw Shyla. What is it? Shia. Shia Shia LaBeouf. Mm -hmm. Wasn't Shia LaBeouf? Whatever. Who gives shit? That guy. (laughs) The dude from Holes. I saw him in one, and then I think the next one, because it was M- Megan Fox, the first one, mm-hmm. and the next one, Fox wasn't in it, or whichever one. I watched the one that Megan Fox wasn't in anymore, and it was so like rude, because they were like, acting like she was like, oh, yes. she was such a bitch. She turned in a bitch and stuff. And yeah. it, was like, Just like, it was like, what I, is this I always, happening? You guys oh. like taking shots at an actress <laughs> in your big blockbuster movie? You guys are assholes. No, what I think it was was Which them they trying to just... They were, but I think it was more of them trying to... Uh, acknowledge that she's not there with a throwaway. Oh, I always liked her, which I hate that line, by the way. It's a throwaway line. It needs to die. 
Uh, yeah, I think I saw the first Mark Wahlberg one. I didn't see this last Bumblebee one, and I didn't see whichever one was before that. So this one was a little bit confusing. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I do this all the time. I love jumping <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah, you're all over the place. I love jumping in series in the middle uh-huh. or like at uh-huh. the end. Watch the last, uh, was it Hunger Games? I watched that one without watching any of the what? other ones. Oh, man. That was kind of confusing. That's fun. No, That's that fun. wasn't too confusing. I was able to see keep the only, that one. See, the only thing, and this is minor spoiler, minor, because it's, it's the first thing. Mm-hmm. I swear to God that the first Transformers, the one with Shia LaBeouf, I thought they came to Shyla. Earth. <laughs> I thought they came to Elarth. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Right before the events of that. Uh, I know my jokes are hilarious. Try and reel it in. So I tried to remember. I I could have could have sworn that in the first Transformers in 07 with with Shia that the the robots Autobots came to Earth right before the events of that movie and hadn't been hiding out for a two decades or whatever. Mm-hmm. But in this movie, they just came to Earth, or they had already been no, here on what? Earth for quite some time. Yeah, they've been on Earth for quite some time. I thought I I, I thought that in the in the first one. That's when they came to Earth. Okay. Well, but like, I didn't get the sense in this one that they just showed up. They've been around for a while. Right. But if they've been around for the- all of those movies exist still. I know. But if they've been around since the 70s, 80s, 90s- Oh, oh, you're saying her. her. Well, how long ago was that? Do you know? Oh, seven? No, no. I got it in real life. I meant in the movie world. Do they reference how old that was? Good point. Suck no, it. but no aren't idea. there cell I'm just phones shit up. in there? Yeah, who knows? Sure. Who knows? Well, what year is this? <sighs> With the year of our Lord, I don't fucking know. What year? I know it's twenty twenty three. Uh-huh. I mean, what year did the movie? Was the movie set? Ninety four, nineteen ninety four. The one that we just watched. Yes. Which is seven years after Bumblebee, so it's technically a sequel to Bumblebee, but it's a prequel to the first movie whatever it sucked anyways i did Um, well honestly there were like weirdly there were some points that i kind of enjoyed and there were some humor here and there that i thought was funny but more i guess more in the sense maybe that just was like oh that's ha the the, i found i uh i felt the human humor was actually like pretty funny and their and their um chemistry was really good between the two uh human actors but the voice actors and the robots and their humor it just didn't land for me at all. So I don't know what that yeah, was about. I didn't like the voice, um, how it was mixed. I, yeah, it, that took me out of it. Yeah. Um, I saw this movie with Kyle. Kyle's yes. uh, comment was why they just need to cut the humans out. Cause like the CG and everything looked good mm-hmm. when there were no humans, when and, there like, weren't anybody there, <laughs> when it wasn't anyone else there. And then you put someone next to it and it was just like, that looked bad. It's so bad. And what, what was weird is the opening, like, scene right before the the gorillas jumped out i mean even that was still pretty good but the opening scene running looked like shit too Uh was fan fucking tastic i was so excited i went oh my god these graphics are fantastic everything is crisp (laughs) it's clear i agree like the score was great and you know i was so i was hooked immediately i was oh this is gonna be great and then i saw the iron giant (laughs) his silhouette i swear to god i can't wait for it to come out on digital so i can freeze frame it if anybody else has it, please put it up. But there's it, right away uh, when Scourge is like walking through the forest and it's just a shadow. I swear to God, it's the Iron Giant. It lo- that that was the only thing I could see, and uh, I don't know if I liked it or not. But that's why I was like, oh, oh the it's Iron started, Yeah, it's starting to take me out already. Yeah, but why do they have fur? Why? So the uh, oh, I have no idea. No, I, well, I mean, the whole animal thing was yeah. Weird. The Maximals were uh, introduced. I guess it's from a, a comic book. Uh, well, I mean, I, comic series. Well, I think Transformers is in that wave of 
um, the it was like they made a comic to sell toys. Like the toys was the yeah. real thing. Yeah. And they made shows and comics and everything to basically to sell their toys, the toys. That, they, that they had already made well well i mean like i mean they're gonna make more and stuff mm-hmm. like that not mm-hmm. like they had like a huge warehouse you know like <laughs> how do we get rid of these toys but i think it's like we're passing the savings on we, to you yeah exactly i think they but i think it's like oh we have these toys uh-huh. they're very popular uh-huh. we want to promote them more let's make a comic book then we'll get kids even more right. or, and then let's make a movie and all okay. this stuff and okay the goal is like where they really made their money was selling toys so frankly I just made more toys and they were like, hey, figure out how this makes sense. Uh, <laughs> and I'm fine. I'm fine with it if we got any kind of snippet from the movie itself of why the fuck do they have fur? That's what bugged me the most, I think, for this entire for the entire really? movie. I see. I think I think there is some charming in movies of like not explaining every tiny detail. Like, see, that didn't feel like a tiny detail to me. Because well, in, in the original your, Transformers, the, it was we transform into mechanized we're, we're we're robots that transform into mechanized something it has to be mechanical Digimon. Digimon. <laughs> to to be able for for our technology to be able to morph into something that you recognize it has to be mechanical so if they're morphing into animals and that again throws the whole theory out the window so i feel like this one did a lot of uh yeah, destroying bro. the setup from bro, the first one. This is fucking transform setup from the first one. Shut up. All of the this rules. The rules don't. The universe oh, doesn't make sense anymore. Right. Up I is know. down. Black is white. The transform. The Transformers universe was concrete, and then <laughs> you just want this yeah. one ruined it. Yeah. Um. I did really. I did honestly really like the human actor. What's his face? Um, the main guy. It is Anthony Ramos. Sure. Yeah, I believe you. Um. I really liked. His, you look there's a confusing look right there is it not because i went god i sure hope fucking hope it is uh well we'll pause everybody while it's like digimon digital monsters come on yeah anthony ramos so i really liked him mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i thought he was fantastic honestly pete davison wasn't too bad i didn't realize <laughs> it was going to be pete davidson um whatever one of the robots whatever the fuck one it is yeah when the credits were rolled and i was like oh that was pete oh, you davidson didn't realize? Oh, okay yeah i didn't realize that the whole time but i was like i know i know that I really, annoying high-pitched fucking voice from I somewhere. Really, see i thought i thought he did pretty well like he it felt like a character and and um i thought it meshed okay like, yeah. you know i mean he, he i think he, he his portrayal wasn't bad but the character sucked i didn't like the character you didn't like the character Mm-mm. why it was just like i don't know he was uh comic relief too yeah. much of a comic relief. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, the I'm trying to think of the other. Oh, I was very excited that um, um, a boy from Ted Lasso, uh-huh. football is life, life. He was uh, he was <laughs> the punch buggy wherever they went to some other country. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was the uh, punch buggy. I was, so, I was so I was so excited uh, um, when he popped up. I was like, yes. Um. <laughs> other than that, I'm trying. I'm trying to think. The action was, I don't know. The action was okay. It was it's, okay. That's always the problem. Is like these movies. Is like I show up. These the Fast and Furious ones. I'm like I'm there for, not there for the uh the story or any of that crap. I'm right. there for action. I'm there for visuals, right. and I'm there for, like mindless entertainment. Yes. And um, it wasn't that. It wasn't that compelling. The the action was okay, which I would have expected more. Uh, because the director, his last thing was Creed Two. And so you'd think he'd be really good at doing action sequences and fights and, and, you know, 
really working to choreograph things, but you think you think live action uh but, action of boxing really translates to giant CG monster fights? I mean, I disagree. I, I mean, would I, <laughs> evidence shows that doesn't. It clearly does not. I you would but you would think that there would be a little bit more of it. I don't know. Uh I you know what I'm wondering if it was all done cuz I didn't I didn't get a chance to see get too much research in, but I'm wondering if if the uh fights were done in computer or if they had actors they fighting. Oh, sorry. <laughs> they had actors fighting each other and then had those uh, I doubt it. Uh motion capture suits on and transferred it over. But I'd very much doubt it cuz I feel like this their size is, well cuz they did moves that I don't know. I didn't I I hate final decision, <laughs> I don't know. Good. I like You're welcome. That. Um I know that we don't go to these movies for Great story and character development, but um, good God. Since Creed 2, mm-hmm. he directed a one episode of Transformers Earth Spark. Ooh, I so am, don't spout your bullshit. I am the so last sorry. Thing he directed was Creed 2. That you the last jackass. feature film he directed. He did a Machine Gun Kelly uh, music video. Ew. I like him even less. What? Machine Gun <laughs> Kelly? <laughs> I don't know. Well, his old shit was good. His newer shit sucks. But his old school shit, ooh, oh, really? so good. Right. Laced up. Ooh, that was such a good album. I need to start back like, when he like was still living in Cleveland and like was a rapper and oh, stuff. You, I didn't know you lived in Cleveland. Oh, he's from Cleveland. That's why I know a oh, bunch about him. Okay, okay. <laughs> I've been listening to uh, Machine Gun Kelly for a long ass time. For quite some time. Yes. Gotcha. gotcha. His early shit was awesome. Until he got destroyed by Yeah, he was taking a weird turn. Eminem. He was taking a weird turn and then he really took a shot at Eminem. I trying to the last ditch effort and then hit between Eminem and like Megan Fox stuff and is <laughs> uh, be your own person, but his music sucks. That's all I care about. That's too bad. That's too bad. Uh, but yeah, so oh yeah, what's up? My Movies? thing. Oh, yeah, right. move back to back to the movie. Uh, this dialogue was fucking garbage. I don't know if there was honestly. I didn't feel like there were many original lines. There was a couple of lines that I liked a lot, like the "Stop following me. I'm not following you. I'm just escaping in the same direction." That was funny. See, I feel like I've heard that before. <laughs> Or some version thereof. Well, that, what right, I'm yeah. saying is it wasn't, it, 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 again. It just wasn't, I don't know. It Some of them were. So boring. <laughs> and when it when dialogue is just so recycled, I, I I don't know. I have a hard time not rolling my eyes at everything they say. And it, it, for me, that it really had, it, it makes it difficult for me to connect with any of the characters. And that's something that, that the director. But really, it was live action. You're supposed to connect. <laughs> spe- no, Exactly. He, he did say, he's like, I don't want you just to be like, oh, wow, that was cool. He's like, I really want you to feel connected to these characters and these robots and these voices and, and have emotions and, and really feel things. And I'm like, I, none of it landed for me. Not a single thing. Yeah, well, put that in the bucket of people direct and do all this stuff. And then they do on the press tour and they just spout <laughs> random ass shit. Yeah. But when you like the movie, you enjoy that random ass shit that it comes <laughs> out. And you're like, oh, did you see? He said this. And- did you see the thing that his... Uh, his uh, Press people told him to say. Yes, his, his PR person told him to say. He's like, "Hey, uh, pretend like this is you enjoyed this, and this is going to be a good movie." Um, I think I know how the product placement meeting went. We got to put something in the mouth of the comic relief that we can sell in theaters. Got it, Twizzlers. But it worked because I wanted Twizzlers really fucking bad, and I didn't want to get up and go get some. Does Alamo not sell snacks? I don't know if Alamo sells like that. Sells like those kind of snacks. I don't know actually. Yeah, now that I've I think never, about it, I've never looked. I think they have a candy section. I don't know. We'll find out here in a minute. <laughs> yes. Um, I, ha- I have to remember yeah, no, no. to actually look at that. It is. Yeah, there was a lot of pro- product uh, placement. I True. imagine they, pro- realistically, they probably don't have to like make all of the money. 
that they spent back because yeah, it's all not. like not real investments. It's more of donations. Yeah. Hopefully, because they ain't making their money back. Ooh, it's doing better out of it's doing better internationally than domestic. It always does. Always. Everybody Ooh, I bet you Japan. I think I if I remember correctly, it was China that had the lar- largest market for the second one, mm. I believe. Um Ooh, speaking of which, did mm-hmm. you see Spider-Verse is not gonna be shown in uh Saudi Arabia and <laughs> some uh some Middle East countries. I did see that, but I don't remember why. Pieces of shit. Because uh, of the trans sign that's up in Gwen's. Oh, my God. It's over the stupid. It, well, it's always like it's the same it's always thing, that. But it's, all, <laughs> but it's over the littlest thing. Like, that's not even close to relevant, like, to the movie itself. Like, it's barely relevant to her character because it's so far in the background, but it's there. That. But anyways, yeah. My, Transformers, <laughs> uh, they made 44 mill in mm-hmm. china so far nice and domestic i think they made 77 so damn and this is we are it is 8 45 on june 15th 2023 oh are you dating something yes why <laughs> i don't know how many seconds i'll look that when up you, in a thank second. you thank you mine just switched to 8 45 so we're probably 13 seconds in from when you said i don't know the estimated do budget was about 200 million dollars which Man, they just throw money at this. It's yeah, crazy. Uh, yeah. Well, I would love to know how much came from like production company mm-hmm. versus uh, product placement, everything. Mm, true. 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 Yeah. So, yeah, it was shitty. Oh, yeah. Overall, it was a, go see it. I, unfortunately, that's always a problem for me. It's just like it's not a good. It, it wasn't good at what it was supposed to be. What it was yeah. aiming for. Action packed, yeah. mindless crap. Exactly. Um. But I'm excited to see, what's his face, Ramos, Ramos. Anthony Ramos. That guy. Take I'm excited to see him do something else. More roles, yeah, for sure. Got some got some chops for show. Um, oh, I really liked, the early they did some the did some crime stuff, but the guy with the twizzles you were talking about, I yes. actually really liked yeah, him yeah. too. He was, and I thought their banter was amazing. Oh, it was, it was, I thought that was like one of my favorite things. Probably the best interaction in the whole film. Yes. Honestly. I thought so. And it's sad because we don't get a whole lot more of him in the movie so hopefully we get more of that actor as well or at least you know that duo he's in hamilton oh anthony ramos yeah yes, yes. i can't remember exactly which role but yes he is john and philip hamilton john lawrence cool cool um this was an uh, another movie that was influenced by the audience and the test screen like heavily influenced by the audience well on test screenings most movies are influenced by test screenings. Good point. Good point. <laughs> I mean, we talk about like, you know, in between movies where they, mm-hmm. and you know, they read criticism, all that stuff. And then they change like the next movie. That's, I feel like. Good point. I don't, I don't know. In between but like the, yeah, test yeah. screening and stuff. That's under, I feel like that's understandable because I mean, uh, uh, changing movies for like test screening and stuff, I think is generally pretty good. Um, it, You know, it's hard to say what exactly it is and stuff, but like, we love to, we love, we always love to like when a good movie comes out, then we go and look at the interviews and they're like, oh, we just knew it was going to be a great movie. We could feel it or like, oh yeah, they tried to change this, but then this person has so much input and it's so, so, oh, that's so smart. But then the same things happen with bad movies, but yeah. it's just like, it happens in general. Yeah. And then people will be like, always change everything like after the fact. Oh, I can't believe they changed stuff based on the test screening. Good movies do that too. Yeah, like that's, that's not what made point. it bad. That's it depends point. on what they change and stuff. Not I think just this one changed quite a quite a bit of of 
pivotal things uh, after those tests. But the other thing uh, that I was really irritated by that I read was that Paramount, after approaching uh, uh, Cable Jr. about the Bumblebee sequel, and he said, no, I don't want to do a direct sequel because I just did a direct sequel. Um, they said that he said that uh, Bumblebee was so it was so well received because uh, fans liked the intimacy and how that movie was so much smaller and simpler than the you know mega Transformers franchise so far. And Paramount said, yeah, we want to make a sequel that's bigger than that. So they heard the, the reaction. They heard what audiences liked and went, nah, we're going to tell you what you like. You want big so, action. So before, by the previous sentence, you were saying, I can't believe they made changes based off the test screening and they listened to the, didn't listen, they listened to the audience. Mm-hmm. And now you're saying, I can't believe they listened to the audience and didn't make changes <laughs> based off of the criticism. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're saying? Basically. Okay. Heard. Good point. <laughs> all right that's all I, I, that's all i got for yeah. tra- the I mean, transformers I, yeah. my yeah. my my other logical delusion but it's spoilery so we'll just move on um yeah we, we can grade this let's grade this let's grade it um, great 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 rate this bitch whoa all right so what do you think uh you can see this again uh no hell no <laughs> no or hell no um i there's no category for hell no so i'll just go with no the Maybe normal, we should make a hell no category. Normal no. I'm hell gonna no. put your no down also. I do not want to see this one again. Once was once was plenty for Rise of the Beasts. Do you know what you wanna where you wanna put it? Um no, I'll let you go first. Yeah, I it's just it wasn't very entertaining to me. Um, even knowing what that it wasn't gonna be story driven and that it was supposed to be action y and explosion y and it just bleh. I liked it a little bit more than day shift, so I think I'm gonna go four point seven five. What? Yeah. First off, mm-hmm. you like this piece of shit more than Day Shift? Yeah. They're about the same. That's insane to me. Okay. Oh my god. Okay. So I'm sorry. You four point seven five? Is that what you put? Let's go four point two five. Four point. Four point. Because now I see Spider Head's four. <laughs> yeah, I like this one a little bit more in Spider Head <laughs> and a little bit less. Yeah, yeah still, around the same station. Insane but to me. Okay, not not much. Uh, okay, okay. To each their own. Um, I'm gonna go one tick below Moonfall, and Moonfall I have at four, so I'm gonna go three point seven five. Um, just because I liked, I liked some of the you know the interaction between the main guy and his buddy with the Twizzlers. Mm-hmm. You know, small bits in here. Mm-hmm. Um. The dude from Ted Lasso. So, but it was similar to Moonfall when shitty story and all that stuff. But I thought Moonfall had better graphics and like action and stuff. So I'm giving them the tick above there. So I'm all going right. 3.75. You're going 4.25. And uh, we're both going no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. I will, that will probably probably be one I lower uh, come end of the year. But... The other movie we're going to talk about today is The Pale Blue Eye. Singular. I thought it was plural, but nope. it's not. It's singular. Only why he, you didn't notice he closed one eye the whole time? Oh, is that why he was doing that? Weird. I did not pick up on that. He did not, everybody, just so you know. Uh, we will be spoiling this one, probably. This one is probably going to be a lot more spoilery, but more because it's there's more to get into. The Pale Blue Eye is based on a novel of the same name by Lewis Bayard. Uh, I did not read it, so I can only imagine that it's probably very prosy and very, very thick to get through. 
which to me feels like the movie felt uh, yes and, and in that way uh, it probably would be easier to digest because i've seen the movie and so i can place characters in sorry that was a knock on the movie to yeah. me yeah oh me. gotcha gotcha Just so you know because you that was more of because you're that was felt like a knock on the book no well, it wasn't necessarily a knock no they both are very <laughs> dense yes very dense and and for me now i have a visual that if i i read the book then it's a little bit easier for me to get through however uh it took me a minute to really kind of understand who was who and really sink into the to the dialect and the way that they were speaking but language was was a major factor of the of this one um i thought performances were fantastic i really thought the portrayal of poe was a lot of fun it's basically uh an edgar Allan poe origin story that you know doesn't really use a whole lot of fact well yeah i mean like the well, the from what I read was the the person who wrote the book put Poe in there because they associate with Poe being the first person that really like made the detective kind of um, genre, mm-hmm. and so that was a, kind of an homage and be like to that. But yeah, it was kind of origin. He did go to West Point. I I saw. But yes, that one like, was real. The rest of the crap was obviously. Well, we don't know for sure. We don't how know do, entirely. It'd be, it would be crazy if this was spot on exactly word for word what happened. I highly doubt that. It'd be fun, though. So for me, like you said, the performances to me were okay. Like Poe's, perf- the the dude who did Poe, which uh-huh. also, I the whole time I'm like staring at that face and I'm like, I don't understand, but I know this face. Mm-hmm. It's fucking Dudley from Harry Potter. From Harry Potter. And I was like, holy shit. That is inc- <laughs> that is. I didn't. I was not ready for that. Huge transformation. I na- I nailed the other. There is another actor, um, like the first dead guy's roommate uh-huh. that they talked to. Uh-huh. That he's from Ozarks. He's oh, the, nice. He's the one that like bangs the old lady. But so, oh, um, is he really? Yes. <gasps> yep. So, um, I see it now. Acting acting wise, like mm-hmm. Christian Bale had good scenes, but I felt like and where he acted well in them, mm-hmm. but those were. Few and far between. Okay. There were not a ton of... He did not have, like, a lot of opportunity. Most of it was just him covered in a hat mm-hmm. and covered in a beard, making no real fucking facial expressions and just, like, frowning and just sitting there and listening to people or, like, not doing shit. Kind of just skulking a little bit. Yeah, that's all he was doing, which was, like... It, I imagine the character, whatever. But it's, like, yeah. the, his opportunities to really act didn't come up that often. Interesting. I felt. Interesting. So when he was able to act, I thought it was good. Um... Toby fucking Jones. Toby fucking Jones, our boy. Our, our boy. He's always good. Well, um, he's always... he He's the bad guy, so he's always bad, but he's really good at being bad. And then Dudley, um, his character annoyed the shit out of me, <laughs> but I thought his acting was... I thought he had the best acting in the entire yeah. fucking thing. Well, it's interesting, because I thought that when he shoved Harry into the broom cupboard, that there was really like an irredeemable... Oh, sorry. Have you not seen the de- deleted scene where he's like, Harry, you're not... Uh, a nobody and all that stuff but they deleted it from the movie and him just like confessing like you know you aren't a nobody you're somebody to me I'm gonna miss you and all this stuff but I, I it was great acting that in that one oh, I well, it's a deleted I, scene ah uh, gotcha gotcha um, yeah no I think I, I agree with you that um, uh, Harry Melling was was phenomenal in, in, in his portrayal I thought he had a lot to do the character was interesting he brought a lot to it that I will continue to call him Dudley go ahead <laughs> that's fine that's that's cool um, I like that you call him a different character, not the current character. That's even better. Um, it's but just, was this the first time you watched this movie? Fuck yes. 
I assumed. 100%. I just hundred <laughs> percent. I am here because it was it was it was my first time too, and I came across something that said the director um, Scott Cooper and Christian Bale. So this is their third collaboration. Yes, I did see um, that. And for really, this one, well, I was going to say for for this one, they well, worked to craft Christian Bale's character and his performance to be a reflection of what you already know. So when you view it the second time, it changes your perception of his character and his performance. So I'm I'm wondering if while he's sitting there kind of just reacting and being a little bit more, you know, stoic I mean, and not he's doing not stuff. Reacting, <laughs> gotcha. But that's I'm wondering what, that if that's problem. the point is because Sweet. I can't wait to watch this movie about this dude who doesn't react. Doesn't oh, no, 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 no. But he's got, emo- he's got, it's, you know, it's emotionally <laughs> not reacting to anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Watching the face not do anything mm-hmm. is actually cool, I guess. It's hard I will to give stay. you. I will give you, like, I I am debating on, like, it's one of those things is, like, I, I want to watch it again because of the very last part, but then I don't want to watch this movie again. <laughs> I don't want to have to deal with the movie again. I understand that. Uh, because it is. It's very thick. My 100% favorite part of it was the very last scene when it was like, oh my God, this and that and all that crap. And it's like, that really changed a lot of stuff. That was my favorite part of the entire the, fucking the thing. The actual reveal? Yeah, the actual reveal. Because yeah. I also, you know, I didn't really, I wasn't trying to figure stuff out. Mm-hmm. Like as we were going, I was like, clearly the doctor's like, fucking got something to do with it um, that's what i said too i was like it's like always toby jones it's he has something to do with it in some way shape or form well, it's gonna be but it's not quite him so yeah. that was that was kind of nice to see a departure from his but, but yeah that last reveal was like the only the really part that i was that my, was that was by far the most interesting as well in my opinion that's a, it, two hours and two hours into the movie yeah. yay we got the interesting <laughs> scene sweet um early on it, the, my big problem was i did not I didn't buy in mm-hmm. early at all because it's like I didn't give a shit about the murder. I didn't know this guy. He didn't seem interesting to me. He was subdued of everything. Yeah. It's just like, why do I care? Why am I? You're not getting me invested in any way. Yeah, it was a little bit different. If, if maybe um, if uh, Christian Bale's character. Landor. Think, Landor. Thank you. If if Landor had such a been, weird name, I know, right? <laughs> it literally took me probably half a movie to go. It land land. Li- I was also la- also you know what helps is I was watching with subtitles. That probably I honestly this is <laughs> one that really I was like I'm gonna need to turn subtitles on, aren't I? Um, and also I I recommend do not watch this on an older TV that's starting to dim. Yes, because it it's very dark, and I mean like lighting wise yes. is so I'm sure I missed a bunch. I of told details. Kyle that also I I watched it like two o'clock in the afternoon or something. Yeah. I was like uh-huh. I was not ready for how dark this was gonna mm-hmm. be. Mm-hmm. I can't really see everything. That's what I was, I was gonna say in my notes is don't watch this during the daytime. Yes. Yep, I did that. <laughs> God I damn it, did it's, that. Um, but I I did like I. I wonder if they had set up Christian Bale's character to be a little bit more, I don't know, open with what he was and, and what he meant to the Academy. Maybe that would have helped. Well, I mean, they still did the tried and true copy paste of the, the 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 guy was just reading a list of, oh, you did this. You did that. That did irritate I me. I mean, that was, you know, that's- that did irritate the hell out of me. Um, I did like his reaction to that is what else does it say? Does it say that my wife is gone and that my daughter is gone? How's that? That's a still. That's just like such a because he. I don't know. Such just a lazy scene, kind of pointing at scene it. to me that it's just like here is this sir is my background scene. Yes, like, yes. Crowd like now like that, that we know all of this and it, exactly, it, it did. Right? It happened so early and and with the uh with the the 
accent and the way that the the oh, language is spoken those. is very difficult to really follow and that much information that quickly with all of those elements is I can understand why you weren't invested early and, on. And yes, and my other my other thing about like the the dialogue in you said <laughs> Transformers dialogue was garbage and I agree, but I also it, this to me was the other spectrum mm-hmm. of like while I'm listening to this and I I didn't read the book either. So this could be just like the book. But in my mind is you should change it because what I'm picturing is writers sitting in front of a computer going, they're going to think I'm a fucking genius. Oh my God, they're going to quote this line. (laughs) Then they're going to quote this line. It was like they're trying to make like quotes Uh every fucking Mm -hmm. time. And it's so dramatic. And it's just like, there were quite a few of those. Nothing fucking flows, guys. It's all over the place. It's just like, oh, we have to recite this poetry, even though it's, you Mm -hmm. know, it's, dialogue it's not reciting poetry it's Mm -hmm. just like it's just it just it didn't flow for me gotcha what do you think that the flow was also the like did it affect the pacing for you because i felt like the pacing of the of the story was actually pretty good i feel like it was long enough to give us enough to immerse in each scene and be with each character but i felt like it was quick enough that it did feel like it moved along and there was enough to do that Maybe not warranted the entire runtime, but for the majority, I didn't feel like the pace dragged. I mean, I, I thought like that's the pacing for that type of movie. Like mm-hmm. they hit the pacing for their movie mm-hmm. um, of what they were making. It, I didn't think it wasn't super like comp- compelling. Um, frankly, yeah, it, it, it didn't feel like a long movie to me. Like it, it didn't super drag on necessarily, but. Yeah. Quite often, I was kind of just like, you know, what's the point? Let's see. what. wonder what the point of this scene is. <laughs> wonder what the point of that one is. Because there is. There's a lot of that, a lot of Im- use of imagery, a lot of use point, of foreshadowing. Like, it's been a, a month of... since this happened. I'm like, it's been a fucking <laughs> month, dude? Are you kidding me? The sense of time was... was oh, was, my God, dude. Basically, I was like, is this, I would have guessed a week. If oh, I th- honestly, I thought it was a couple of days. <laughs> honestly, 100%. The other thing that that on that note, it didn't do a great job of setting up the actual world like spatially. I had no idea where any of these yes, I, like well, characters were like like his cottage to me felt like a day's ride from the academy. And then all of a sudden Poe's in his cottage. I'm like, how the fuck are you just yes. like walking well, like, on down? Well, like, like the transitions so, would literally be um, Landor walking out of one door mm-hmm. into another door. Mm-hmm. There's no in between. So he'd walk out of someplace and then yeah. walk into the tavern. It's just like with no space in between right, in any way, exactly. shape, or form. And there's no real setup of, okay, we're here yeah, now in this location. Where anything is. So, so that did uh, irritate me a little bit. I didn't really think about that, uh, that other point. I did start to write down some lines that... See, that's what they I want. Did. I did. That's what I felt like they sat there and they're like, I'm so excited for people to just quote my fucking movie constantly I didn't want and to... put it in poetry. Oh my god damn. I people. wanted to let it go so bad, but I just I wanted to bring it back up because I did I the, the man will all do almost anything to cheat death, won't he? And I wrote that down and then like two others happened. I was like, I'm not writing all these down. There's too many that they're trying to stick in. Well, that's not, I that, did like the lines, but I, I what you're saying is absolutely it what felt was like happening. a small poem for two hours. <laughs> And, and also, when, um, Dudley's performance of Poe, um, I believe he was doing uh, Abraham Lincoln. That's what it felt like to me <laughs> the whole time. I'm like, is he doing an Abraham Lincoln impression? Because that's what it feels like. All right. Well, when I watch it for Four the second scores. and third time, yeah, <laughs> I will, I'll see if I can pick out where uh, Lincoln comes in. The other in. thing about like the, the, the Edgar Allan Poe 
it felt very like pride in of how he got involved in the story. Mm -hmm. It was just so much of like, why the fuck would he involve him? Because he was like, he was like, oh, he stole his heart. So he's a, he's poetic. Mm hmm. Because mm-hmm. the the, the innkeeper mean? or not the innkeeper the the one uh, uh, patron at the bar I don't know whatever tip he got was he, he's a poet you, and when you're a detective you're gonna follow any lead I guess no, but, but then he ma- teamed up with yes. him and well, that to me didn't make sense well because going po- and talking to him and then being intrigued by him is one thing but then immediately have him be your right hand man well like in in hindsight you know he, frankly he's just like walking everybody around like who gives a shit. I guess he's ultimately really just trying to find who stole the heart yeah. and nothing else. Yeah. Um, but still, yeah, it's like he Poe walked up and was like, oh, he's a poet and then walked away. And then he was like, oh, that guy's a genius. I, he needs to be part of this. He's got Even though be. that's just like all just a whole bunch of made up, sh- like not made up shit, but like speculation. Yes. It could mean yes. anything, mm-hmm. dude. Like, what are you talking about? It's a good thing he chose Poe. <laughs> oh, my God. He's so lucky. <laughs> Very much so. I, I liked when they were walking into uh, his buddy's place, the expert of the, of symbols and of the occult. I, I had this thought of... What's his face? What the is actor? this? Yeah. I, no, I had a thought of, what the fuck is this? Pawn Stars? I, have a, I got yeah. a buddy who's an expert in yep. the, uh, yes, in the exactly, occult. Exactly, right? I was like, God damn it. Yeah. He's coming. Yeah. This book is only going to be worth like two <laughs> shillings. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, passed down for 500 generations. <laughs> Literally in my notes, it says, Jesus Christ, it's been a month. <laughs> that's, that's really funny. I like how fraternities have been hazing people for hundreds of years. That was that was fun. Another, please. Um, I mean, I, I really, it, overall, I, I enjoyed it. The cinematography, let's talk about that for just a minute. I like, agree. That that, was, that, that, every every but, shot was set up really well. But here's my problem. That's a participation trophy at this point. <laughs> Most fucking movies look like that. Most movies yeah. are gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get like Transformers and that crap. Well, sure. But, like, but no, I mean. A ton of other ones. We just walk through it. It's like mm-hmm. being gorgeous. Ain't a, ain't, it's just kind of. Doesn't yeah. mean for much it's, anymore. It's the ball. Nowadays. It's yeah, the ball. Right? Uh, but I like but how it it, 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 it felt it was some of it was handheld. Some of it was was static and it it felt like they chose the right time to to either be in close and, and handheld or they chose the right time to frame, you know, whatever down low and get in. It, it felt like almost like another character, like we're kind of peeking in at certain points and maybe we shouldn't be here. Maybe we should be here. Um, kind of like that. I really like that. Something I found interesting was they didn't storyboard anything but the uh, house burning in, in near the end. So apparently you don't have to fucking do anything in pre-production. You can just be, wing it when you get on set. When production starts. Sorry, yep. Yes, when production starts. Heard, heard, heard. When heard. you actually start working. Heard. Um, Did, I mean, to me, when I was watching like the very end when mm-hmm. he's when Poe is tied to the table. And I'm like, oh, this is just traditional, you know, normal traditional crap. Like, I know the hero's going to show up in a sack. And clearly, he's not going to get her. He's not going to die. Very much like, so. It wasn't like, I was like, I know this is going to happen. It wasn't as harrowing as they wanted it to be. Because, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's based off an old book, but. True. But how many times have stuff, we seen that exact scene play out in well, that exactly. exact manner? But, and, and that's and, just. And the problem is, it does happen. And, like, I forgive it. But, sure. like we talk about is, I was. I was not invested in this movie that far in. So I'm like, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm poking tiny, mm-hmm. tiny holes and everything just well, because I it, didn't, I didn't buy in. That's it, it. But it's, it's an important piece. And again, it's how much 
spin can you give uh you know a, a trope how how many times can we see this before enough is enough and you won't forgive that you know mistake basically i did however for that exact scene i did love how the mother is nobody's pushing her nobody's pulling her no one's dragging her up the stairs but she's got her hand reached over the railing no and she's screaming reaching forward it was so weird she literally well, she didn't just do anything in that whole up. scene just stood there like keep doing it do it do it do it keep doing it i was like what is this is creepy yeah like, yeah we could cut, then she we could <laughs> cut that out and put in a different movie and it'd be real creepy it'd be real no, creepy. keep going keep going keep doing oh it. jesus <laughs> Um, but yeah, the the final twist I thought was was great. Uh, it was it was mm-hmm. a much better. Honestly, that was my favorite. Death, yeah, it was a much better false part. twist than than most get it. Um, and then I loved I loved their their dialogue, the interaction. He's an asshole, but yeah, exactly. But it brings not up, for killing those guys or fucking them up, but like <laughs> just stringing everyone along and yeah. like fucking a dude. Yeah. He killed the animals for no reason. I yep. thought that was annoying. I was like, well, not for no reason. He had to sell it. He had to make yeah. it look like there was a That's crazy no person. Reason. Those animals didn't deserve to die. He, he had to make it look like there was yeah. a madman on the loose. There lurking is the a madman in the loose. Thank it's you. him. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so Bale coined this trilogy with with this director. Um, he did Out of the Fur- Furnace and uh, Hostiles, and he considers it the ethics of revenge trilogy. So I want to get your thoughts uh, quickly on you would, you know, was, was Landon Landor land land Landor L- Christian Bale. Uh-huh. Was he justified Bandor? in Bale door? Yes. <laughs> I like that. There you go. Was he justified in it at all for what he did? Um, justified. Um, like, I mean, I get it. It makes sense. Like, I guess it depends more on like how they, I, I don't really know what the people, the guys really were, were they remorseful? Were they trying to make anything up? You know, what, what were their actions after the fact? Um, you know, so were they it, serving any of their own penance for it basically. Yeah. And I mean, and also it gets down to like, kind of like Poe said was like, do you the their sons to people like yeah their yeah. mothers like you didn't just kill you killed the kids but you affected many many lives and it's like did did those did those kids moms deserve to lose a son to bury one of their children right. because of the thing that she didn't necessarily have anything to do with right now she has to suffer something and because and now of, is she now right. justified to go kill all of his family members. Right. And then like, you know, the circle of pain continues. Mm-hmm. The circle I've, of revenge. Continues. An eye for an eye. Exactly. Um, Makes the whole world have one blue. eye. <laughs> God damn it. That was such a good ending. I love it. Um, fuck. No, I, I agree with you. I think that, uh, and even there was a line, uh, from Bale's character of, um, when he's talking to Toby Jones, he's, uh, what do you say that, uh, that being morbid or whatever it was is is odd or is is different um is not normal what you're what you're doing is not normal but murder that's inhuman and he's accusing toby jones character of the doctor of killing somebody when he himself is the one who's doing it so it's very interesting again but people who uh like people who do something heinous also try to point out when somebody else does it for whatever reason, if to make themselves feel better or well, to try I mean, and cover up their tracks or again, it's, yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's like, it's hard for, to see what he really like means and what he doesn't yeah. because, um, 
he is trying to just cover everything up. Yeah. So, so it's like, it's hard to figure out exactly what that means is he's just constantly deflecting right from the very, until the very end, until Poe like really says, yeah, I a hundred percent know. Then it's like, okay, now all this stuff, man. Now I will we can, say yeah. when, when I did see the second, when I saw the note that he wrote, I was uh-huh. like, that kind of looks like the, that looks like the other note. That's weird. And it's like, I was like, yeah, that's weird. But then I didn't think anything. I'm so glad you picked it. up on that. And I, and I was, I kind of did the same thing. I was like, mm, interesting. Was, but we, we moved so quickly away. I was like, mm, that's got to come back. Right. Well, to me, it was more like they fucked up kind of like, oh, they uh, made those notes look the same. Yeah. Like that was kind of <laughs> the thought that I was oh, like, like, oh, production they, was oh, the they one. actually oh, yeah, made yeah. the notes look so the same. Cause again, I don't think Christian Bale wrote that. <laughs> I don't think he actually wrote that. No, man. He goes pretty deep. Yeah. Not quite method, but he goes pretty deep in. I hear you. Yeah, I think yeah. the production just had it written <laughs> when they showed up. Yeah, more than likely. I don't think they had the opportunity to be like, Christian, do you want to write this? Do you not want to write this? Because they, man, that was going to be the whole point of my day. Everything's <laughs> yeah. fucked up. You I, suck. I can see that. I can see that. You know, he's, he has a notion for yelling at one person on a crew. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> there was. Uh, what what made me uh, question or want to ask you that was because in Tarantino's Hateful Eight, there's that discussion of, you know, what is justice, basically. And, and it, this one re- reminded me of, of the frontier justice version of the law of, you know, someone kills a member of your family. You have every right to go and kill their family. And that's frontier, ju- you know, justice. And, and one for one, we're all good. No, no hard feelings. And it, it, it but ethically and morally, of course, you know, you should be able to rise above the actions the heinous actions that that people can do or that people have done to your well, then family you turn around if they're like you know they're raping a bunch of people then it's like is that not justified you know where's the line we all got you know true very true it's very slippery the slope it's sloopy slippity slopity <laughs> um but yeah overall it was it was robert duvall that's who it was yeah who I thought he was always outstanding, almost always outstanding. His like six lines he said. Mm-hmm. Outstanding. Totes. Fucking nailed that half a day. <laughs> Frankly. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Maybe, maybe yeah, a day. Half a day. No, half a day. I would say. No, Bale takes how many takes, so. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And when you don't storyboard it, I guess you got to figure it out on spot. <laughs> Is this the same room that we were in? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I couldn't even imagine. Uh, should we, should we grade this one too? Uh, yeah, sure. All right, cool. Yes. All right. Um, I'm very torn of no and VOD. I'm going to put probably VOD just because I'll give it to them. Like the last twist personally got me. Okay. Um, okay. So I'm going VOD instead of yes, rewatchability. Cause if it was in theaters, I probably wouldn't go see it. Sure. Like. I don't want to see it that much, mm-hmm. but I do want to see it again. So it's at least VOD. Okay. Okay. Um, do you really want to see it? So like you can go to yes. As no, in like, I think VOD as well, because like middle, you said, it's that middle road. Yeah. It's, it's not that it's not outstanding, but it's just kind of middle of the road cinematography. It's decent costuming. It's good performances or what did I say earlier. Great performances. I don't want to knock that. <laughs> um, but yeah, overall it, uh, I don't know. There was just something about it that it, would, it wasn't as compelling as I'd like it to have been or as it wanted to be. It felt like it was trying to be a lot more prosy, a lot more highbrow, intellectual. God, yes. Yes, exactly. Chill out, homie. Um, but I did like the Go historical book. <laughs> I did like the historical fiction aspect of it. I've always liked that of taking real people in history and going, what if they did this? Or 
well, how, what if their life had started this way? And so that's always intrigued me. Um, I think I want to give this one a 6.75. Nah, let's go six and a half. Six and a half out of 10. I really talked you down, didn't I? You felt felt like you were so much more excited when we were gearing up for this. Yeah. Than 6.5. Well, and then I know it was it was a little bit of you, but then it was more of I'm my influence. own, in, not just inconsistencies, but my own, oh yeah, that did irritate me. Oh yeah, that, I forgot about that. Yeah, no, I... Mm-hmm. Yeah, six. I feel like six and a half is is more than fair. I could probably knock it down another, but I uh, enjoyed it overall. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm in the sixes. I'm in the low sixes between six point two five and six. I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go six even. It's in like the ballpark of like sixty five Creed three knock at the cabin, where it's like I think they had they did some stuff good, mm-hmm. but. Overall, I just it was the movie didn't like didn't grab me. And I feel like I I would like to it'd be interesting if the first act was better and it really like grabbed me more. Yeah. um, Would I like the rest of it? Because it is very important, like buying in early and like being invested and um, suspending disbelief into this universe, because once you don't do that, then you start picking out the small stuffs and it's like. You know, that kind of, oh, that's annoying. Oh, this fucking shit. And then it kind of keeps on rolling. Yeah. So I think I'm going to go six even. Um, Yeah, six even. We'll okay. go six even. And I, yeah, VOD, I guess. Uh, You know, maybe if somebody, I don't know, I can't imagine putting it on again. Uh-huh. And sitting I'm, through the whole thing. Yeah, I'm hoping somebody in my proximity goes, hey, we have you ever watched this? And I'm like, you know what? Yes, but put it on. <laughs> and I can do oh, that. Oh, you're not going to gonna outright lie? No, and no, then and then no, twist no. at the very end after watching going by I the way I killed all of it I called <laughs> I killed everybody <laughs> You could totally be like I you know what I bet this happens <laughs> just bet start betting money mm-hmm. $1000 says <laughs> he killed everybody What that's crazy And then and then They're I wrong. physically give them cash until the last scene and I'm like ha 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 Um this is our little tiny like mini episode kind yeah. of Yeah we're just going to talk about uh Past lives. We Woo-hoo. literally just saw it last night. Yep. yep. I don't know when this is going to come out, but we figured we'd record our thoughts, feelings, hopes, prayers, um, now and then, so that we have it uh, fresh. Yeah. 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 And yeah. it's past lives. I enjoyed the hell out of it, Matt. What do you think? Um, I did quite enjoy it. I was really amped for it rolling up, so my expectations were a little too high. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it is a very solid movie like my initial reaction is i feel like my grades are gonna be like like i think like a mid seven maybe okay um it's probably where i'd put it as well but i'm not positive where it's like it was very good but it is it it really depends on what style of movie you like this is very much like um a slice of life Mm mm-hmm instead of like there's no real like narrative like story kind of Mm mm-hmm Honestly, in the same sense of like pale blue sky a little bit. Um, and then what's the other? Oh, bones and all. Yeah. Like where it's like you're there to just experience that section of life with the characters at that moment. Yeah. And, and the cinematography was, uh, gave me that impression as well, uh, in, in the way that it lingered in a lot of places, especially like after the scene would end, which made me feel like we were kind of detached from the story and we were really just observing it we weren't 
interacting really in any way, shape, or form with the characters. And I think it lent itself to that particular story very well. I think if we were a little bit more intimate and like really hands-on and seeing everybody else's perspective of things, uh, it would have changed the whole tone of the film. But yeah. I really like that it it was one of those that you just kind of were watching the, you, this... I don't know. I don't. I don't know if it's slice of life because it was really a journey in a way, a journey of. I mean, but there was no like. There's no like, the narrative or like the plot was not driving the the movie by right. any means. That's true. Where That's it's like true. You just were with this woman in all the different sec- many different sections of your of her life. Like I feel like what was it? Uh, um, the one with Ethan Hawke and they shot it over. Like they literally shot it over 30, 40 years or something. Mm-hmm. And the little kid kept growing up. And oh, it was boyhood. just like, yeah, boyhood. Mm-hmm. Whereas, but it was just like you would jump into like sections of, and realistically it was only like three sections, but like you got early life and then 12 years after that and then another 12 years after that. And it was like literally just the only thing that is really moving forward is that, I don't know, not, you know, you just want to watch it. <laughs> because I mean, like, the there's because there's some questions asked but like it's more towards the end a little bit yeah and it's like you know the the movie um at the end of it they probably reshaping your view on some life stuff and like they want you to go home and really think about stuff and it does do a good um job of that of like makes you examine your own life Mm. and it's more like you know here are our our emotions and what would happen in this situation how do you feel about that that feels like more of like experience this movie and then have kind of your opinion after that instead of you know any of the other ones where it's just like you know this this leads to this which then leads to that which then leads to that oh what's right. gonna happen we had this maybe a little bit of like is she gonna leave her husband but i didn't a i little, never thought that yeah personally. there were a little bit of questions of that and it was you're right it's definitely not plot driven um and the characters don't really even react to things as much as just kind of talk about what is happening or what has happened mm-hmm. Um, and it is, is that exploration of life. It's, it's kind of this, this thought experiment of what, what is love? What is, um, happiness? What leads to happiness? Uh, the choices we make, the kind of lives we could lead. Um, and, and it really does kind of make each choice a little bit more of a big deal than maybe they really are. But I kind of like that. I kind of like that it's it's a little it's a lot slower, slower paced. Um, I mean, I'm not saying like a bad thing. It's more of just like there's different like the styles of movies and stuff. And oh this, yeah, true. And this one is definitely like that. So people who like this narrative driven, story driven, prob might not like this as much. It's, yeah, and it's it's all about character. It's all about character and emotion and uh, watching what one choice does to other characters. And I like that. And it's it, not a dig on anything. And I, I didn't take yours as as any kind of uh, slight towards different movies or, or styles, but it is very stylized. Um, you mentioned that it, it felt very Korean. You see, I feel like you see a lot more Korean films, South Korean films than I do. I don't. Unfortunately, I don't watch North Korean movies. <laughs> I would if I got hold of them, but I don't I don't really see them very often. But the, it is the, but the, the, the Korean kind of style is that slow pace. Well, mm-hmm. like this felt more like kind of the American combined. Like it wasn't, it definitely wasn't like a full kind of Korean movie, mm-hmm. but it is that slower pace. They love the, 
um, the wide shots, um, like the master basically is going to be the whole scene. Yeah. Where the the master, where it's like you zoom out and you catch everything Mm -hmm. and then you do the whole scene and then you go close ups and stuff like that. Right. So then this is like, well, really love to do the, the wide. And then that is the whole scene. There are no punch-ins or something like them walking in the, in the, the, the park Mm -hmm. talking so you get a wide shot and you can still hear them perfectly fine like mm-hmm. you're standing next even to though, them. Even though they're behind a tree and we don't go, mm-hmm. you know, we don't get in close with them and we don't unnecessarily see things that we don't need to. And it really helps accentuate when we do punch into something and say, well, why are we getting really close? You know, what 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 are we looking at? Uh, a couple of times, like there's, uh, we look at her necklace when she's, um, I think it's when she's first deciding to stop talking to him after 12 years of not talking to him mm-hmm. and you know these little moments that it really it lingers and, and i like that it lingers on certain things because it allows you to really see the scene and then what it means and then give that an extra breath before we move on to the next thing mm-hmm. and the next you know big topic mm-hmm. how do you feel about the transitions and the time jumps a lot of times we talk about uh especially some movies we've seen recently aren't aren't the greatest of explaining how long something's been happening and this was very much nope 12 years happened 12 years later you know 24 years earlier so it was very very abrupt it was that uh um, a good choice a bad choice did, did it do anything i don't know i didn't have too much it didn't bug me mm-hmm. so obviously like it did, i didn't have an issue with it i thought they did a good job it didn't if they didn't tell me um that it was 12 years later i don't know if i just visually be able to be like okay it's definitely long time jump i feel like the dude they aged him pretty nicely like subtly yeah i didn't know notice a huge like a change really in her she felt like the same person from the from the middle Mm -hmm. section to the end section Mm -hmm. obviously when there are children they you know completely different (laughs) actors and stuff but then from like the 12 years later and then the second jump to 12 years later, mm-hmm. I thought he was a very nice, subtle um, um, aging and yeah. her, she kind of felt like the same. Yeah, he was, he, I was going to say he aged much more and I don't know if that's maybe because he was smoking and she wasn't, if that had anything to, anything to do with it or if that was because he, you know, was more active and was in the military and she was a little bit more reclusive and... I don't know if that had anything to do with with that, but I noticed that as well. Mm-hmm. That if he I had was... to take a guess, it'd be like women take care of their appearances a lot more. Okay, so like yeah. if you you've seen like on the internet, you'll see like a couple take a photo and then they age the two of them, and the dude ages like thirty, forty years. <laughs> right, and the, the girl ages like ten years. And it's that, like, right? Yeah, yeah, it's like drastically <laughs> different, and they're just vibes of like how they would look different hypothetically. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. She, made, she wore very baggy clothes all the time. Big well, ass pants. Mm-hmm. They look comfy as hell. Don't worry, I'm not. I'm just, <laughs> she had style. It just popped in my head. I was like, mm-hmm. this is very interesting. Interesting. Um, I, thought, I thought the acting was fantastic. I thought everybody portrayed their characters in a very real way. Like, it didn't, it, it didn't take much for me to, to believe anything. It didn't. Yeah, the buy-in was very low. Um, the stakes were low, except once it kind of got to that third act and everything was, all right, well... Is she going to leave her husband? Is she going to, is there going to even be a choice or what, you know, what are we, what are we building to? I thought that uh, uncomfortable portrayal and, and emotion really kind of came through in the minuscule expressions that they would give to each other. And especially in the space that they left in between each other, like when they're taking pictures on the ferry together and um, he steps in front 
or when their hands are on mm. the subway, right? And then there's just this little space in between. And I love that. I love that there was this buffer between these these two characters, these two uh, what would otherwise be long lost, you know, souls or lovers or or soulmates. Um, well, I mean, I think I think the that might I think that was the whole thing was like they are that they yeah. are that, but the choices that were made and the directions the life went is it's just not going to happen just right. because if that was going to happen that should have happened 12 years ago sure. um and it's your past by and this is the hypothetical life that you just right we you know, that you know maybe we could have had something mm-hmm. but uh the choices we make is is what shapes us mm-hmm. the, the choices that uh we make are help shape who we are yeah. i like the i like the conversations and that that really like pulled in the um the title past lives and they were talking about you know oh do you think we were you know couple and past lives and everything and, right um what were we to each other yep and I, I thought that was very clever i like that um and, and it wasn't even just uh you know in in the reincarnation sense of, of the indian which is a major theme of of this movie um which i like and and i love that that they talked about it and we got to explore it and we you know then get to go home and think about all right well what about in our, you know, in in our past lives, what were we? But it also was in this single lifetime. There, it feels like different lives are being led in in the twelve year old version, in the twenty four and the thirty six year old uh, version of these people's lives. Like they really get a chance to examine who they were and how they change. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I mean, in in answer, I think it asked those questions about like you know decisions you make and stuff. But it, I, I felt like only there was one real decision that was just like a, this could have changed your life. I felt like there was no other real like decisions in it. So it was just like the, mm-hmm. when you're midway through and she was like, you should come to America. And he was like, you can come to Seoul and whatever. Like that was the decision that changed everything. Yeah. I don't feel like there was a bunch other. Cause like when they were kids, there was no real decision for them. Right. Like, yeah. There, she wasn't deciding something. Yeah, something we, was decided for her. Exactly. But right. she could have also. I don't know, maybe they're kids, but she could have maybe... She's their kids. Not not stay stay together or anything, but maybe set it up as, you know, hey, I do like you, but I'm moving, so... Yeah, but I we mean... Can't, we, you know, we can't be anything. Where, like, yeah, well, exactly. But that's what the, the middle one was. Right. That was exactly what happened in the middle one. So I feel like that would have been the same if they... I see what did you're saying. Did that the early time. Yeah. But, but, but it, it did a good-ass question, and the questions I felt like came... At the end, it was really like identifying because they didn't answer any real question. Mm-hmm. They it just proposed anything. Yeah, which, they just yeah. proposed things, which is then there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but I do like that the only thing is, is that they did answer was yeah, she did make a choice in the end of no, I have a life. I'm going to stick with with the life that I'm currently leading, regardless of what we could have been. I'm not going to give up what I what well, I already have for some kind of romantic fantasy of something that you have built up in your in your head. And so I liked that 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 was at least answered for me. I thought I thought that was the only thing that it in terms of answering a question that I, that was done. I mean, I don't know because that the the last I was going to say before was like they did a fan, such a good job of like the this movie might have had like the best silence and the best pauses yeah. in scenes and like just long of them waiting for the cab and them staring at each other and just like that was squared up on them but it was just like that so many things could have happened there also i guess that would be another like kind of choice situation because i was sitting there and be like he uh god i hope 
she does not kiss him. I know. Because I was yep. like, same. That would be ridiculous. But I feel like sitting there and watching, if he had leaned in, I think she would have kissed him and then it would have changed everything. I agree with you. So, but, I agree. So, I don't think that she would have stopped it. Well, that's what I'm saying. But she wasn't going to initiate it. Yeah. But the whole is like, oh, I, I have my life. I'm not going to like, I've made this decision where I don't know if she really like really made that decision or it's just like, you know, this is yeah. my life. I can't change it. You know, right. let's not do anything kind of create unless, you know, unless he initiated it, which is the same, like, which is the same situation that she put them in. 12 years in too right which was she was like you should come to me i yeah i guess she kind of initiated the you have to make a choice this one she didn't initiate but he still had to make the choice yeah and then she was just going to react off of whatever he did yeah and and i like that there we we hung with them the entire time Mm -hmm. there wasn't broken we didn't cut in we didn't see anything else and it was this uncomfortable long minutes very very long and i would like to know (laughs) quite how long that is because it felt like we were getting on close on on a minute um, which is a long time to sit there yes. when nothing is happening, yes. but there's so much that was happening that was just left unsaid. I mean, they're shifting it, not shifting it, the, the way that they were just shifting in their shoes and, and staring at each other and the smiles that kind of flickered and faded on both their faces, the way that they both looked at each other. And there, there was just so much that that moment was built on everything we had seen before. Uh, when we were watching it, my first thought was kind of, Oh, I didn't realize that there was going to be so much backstory to get to the to the main yes. story. I also didn't realize that either. And we started right. off that and I was like, okay, okay. But then that made me realize, oh, it's not backstory. That is the story. Is it's the story of the two of them and their interactions. And that's when we peek in on her life, on on uh, Nora's life is when she's interacting with with Ha Sung. And I apologize. I'm sure I'm butchering the pronunciation. I'm not, dude, I'm not even going to say it because I, really, <laughs> I know I'm not doing it. Um, but that everything that, that happens in the end is it hinges on what is, what is being built by their interactions earlier and all of the, of the happiness and sadness between them, everything that's left unsaid. And that moment is one of my favorites and it's left unbroken. And then you see when the car pulls up, it, it, it that moment's gone that mm. moment is gone forever and you see in You're her done. face exactly it's like the end of the moment what yep. could, could have happened had to have happened had to have happened We're right then and there now done. but this is that was it that mm. was it and i love that and you really could see in her face something did shift in, in her whether that was uh realizing something is is gone or or elation that oh thank god you know i don't have to make this kind of choice i can go back to everything and then we walk back through through the uh through the I was going to say Allie, but we walk back to her apartment mm-hmm. with her, and that's when everything she just is overcome with emotion. <laughs> if I'm if I'm her husband, uh uh-huh. her crying after that is not good. No matter no? what, of course not. I mean, it's just like what's well, just because he had the conversation beforehand about uh-huh. like you just met me. I'm just a random dude. She never corrected him the whole time. That's true. She never really like comforted him. So if I'm hearing that, I'm like, okay, I'm a little correct. And then she's crying over the long lost, uh, mm-hmm. the long lost friend that is clearly it's officially not going to be a thing. And now she starts crying, and it's like I get she stayed with the husband and everything mm-hmm. like that. But if I'm sitting there going, well, she really wishes he had <laughs> done so. She well, had that life. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> I think that it's more than that. I think it's more than I think it's it's yes, it's a it's a lot of letting go of what could have been but it's also you know 
losing a friend and losing somebody who you thought was going to be in your life, whether it's romantic I mean, or they, not, losing a friend and, and that they had losing talked that, to for 12 years in a way, but then also losing uh, part of herself because he, she says that he's so Korean, right? In that, in that mm-hmm. funny interaction that, that he's Korean, Korean. And that's her connection back to her homeland. That's, that's the really, I think in her mind, the last bit I mean, that, that really, you know, would bring her back to that place, you know, for, for yeah, anything less than visiting. I feel her. like her mom is because she said she talks to two, two people in Korean, True, him and her mom. So she but, still talks to her mom in Korean. True. But, I would say she, she's more of like the last link to, cause I mean, they didn't, she even went back to Korea, not mm-hmm. even had nothing to do with him. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. So I don't know about her last link to Korea. But her, but her mom does. Her, her mom does live in Toronto, right? Not, so Canada. Yeah. Um, and not in Korea. And um, also, they moved out when they were, she was what? When she was a kid. When she was a kid. Child. Absolutely. But I think that, you know, mourning that loss as well is, is something. And, and maybe a little bit of happiness, a little bit of joy that, look, I can finally close that chapter in my life I, 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 and move on and, and actually look forward and, and, and start to hopefully be happy with what I have. And not just content, because there was a lot of uh, what I felt that Nora's character was just content with where she was and not necessarily happy. And I'm hoping that maybe that was also, you know, her letting go and, and, and grieving through it. But what I loved is that Arthur, her husband, actually did comfort her because she, mm-hmm. there was a line that, that Nora says earlier is, you know, oh, you used to be a crybaby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and Hassan just, just, to stand, just there and- stand there and watch me. And and Arthur's not going to do that, mm-hmm. right? And so that's an exemplification of what, in my opinion, what love actually is, and not just this romantic view of what love could be, or or you know the romantic view of what what love is is. Uh, I'm there for you when you're hurting. I'm there for you when you're sad. Even if you don't want me there, I'm here for you, and I'm going to reach out and make sure that you know that you know mm-hmm. you have someone on your side, and I love that uh the 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 cab scene mm-hmm. i think is a like um like a film film school like identifying and showing how much of like a scene with no context if you just were shown the cab scene mm-hmm. i feel like that would be the most awkward it'd be weird it'd be a horrible scene but because we have all of the history and we've and all the backstory and we have been building up to and like going through these lives together it has drastically different meanings absolutely and it's like scenes need to build on top of each other absolutely and then it continues and i think that's like a perfect example of you know you need all the previous stuff first before then, you can yeah, yeah before you can you show just something jump like to this. The, what you think you can't just write a good scene and be like okay well that is going to be we'll just jump to that because yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> because him looking out a window doesn't really necessarily mean anything or it could mean a, you know a thousand things um what unfortunately what the trailer did was i won't say it didn't spoil it, but what it did is connect uh, that matching shot from when they're kids and he's looking out the window to when he's an adult and, you know, leaving New York. Mm-hmm. And it's just a, it's a beautiful matching shot. And I wish that there was even just a flicker. I don't want like a full flashback scene, but maybe some kind of in the moment. Hey, remember, remember this. And then there's this letting go sense because. Yeah, yeah, that would have been nice. But yeah. I mean, they matched the. It would have been, I think it would have been weird if they matched it twice, like really close together because mm-hmm. they matched them standing at the cab, him um, by the cab and then her with the split screen up higher on the sidewalk. Oh, they, they did sm- do that. They cu- That's yeah, right. They matched it and they mm-hmm. cut to them as kids on the two different paths, which I, totally I thought was forgot a bit, about that. It was very like 
it was very heavy handed that mm-hmm. they're going different paths, but I mm-hmm. still liked it. I thought that was clever early on when they were like, okay, we're moving away. And you see the kids literally walk two different paths. Right. Yep. And yep. it's like, it shows that they are diverging in their life. And this is the last point that they're going to be together. Right. And I, and I did like that. And what I liked about the flashback was it put them at night, which felt like that was a choice. And if they were kids again, maybe they would have made a different choice. Or if they had gotten to do it again, maybe there was that possibility for choice. I don't know. But I love that that one quick flashback, that that mirror that that I totally forgot actually happened. So thank you for reminding me of that. But I, but I agree that that other would have been a good match if they didn't do the other thing. You know what I'm saying? Like Correct. Whatever. Yep. And uh, the, the other one I'm also annoyed with, like they matched the... The two, they were standing by the cab. Mm-hmm. They matched the, them, switched over, mm-hmm. uh, cut to the kids standing there. And then they cut back. And instead of like staying on the same frame, they then cut to like a close up of her, I think, which I would have liked them to cut back to back the to the matching two, frame. The yeah, yeah. I would have liked that personally. Yeah. And I think and maybe that was that was too on the nose. Maybe that was too much. I don't know that uh, that would have been nice to, to see that different. Speaking of artistic choices, something I wanted to ask you about was the let's go back to the very beginning. What let's talk about the uh the choice to open, the artistic choice to open with a couple watching um Nora and Hasung and Arthur in the bar and them kind of whispering I, about each other. Yeah, I, I loved that and I was or whispering to each other about them. Yes. I love that because I feel like <clears throat> that was kind of what we did the whole time was like, who, what are these people to yeah. each other and stuff? And we were kind of figuring out. And also, I mean, we do that all the time, just sitting around, right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> speculating. And yes. we're like, oh, she's clearly having an affair with him and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I thought that it's was one of my favorite games to play. I did think it, I did think that was very clever and like really kind of set the, the tone well of like, this is the style movie. We're going to realism, long shot. It was like a pull in. You could see her acting was fantastic of like her smiling at, uh, the Korean dude mm-hmm. and like then eventually kind of turning back to the the white guy. Um, <laughs> don't remember any of their names. Um, sure. Um, but yeah, I, I really liked it. Yeah, um, I, I 100% agree is that it, it set the tone and that um, it really just kind of showed us what what we were about to watch and what we were about to experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I like I, I am wondering what your thoughts were on, on the fourth wall break when she looks directly at, at the camera and then we jump back to uh the the when they're 12 i mean i I like the fourth i will say the only thing about the people like oh what do you think they are i don't like that they nailed it in the first one <laughs> and then they had a different alternative and i would have liked like two things that weren't even like true or kind of like yeah weren't the tr- like the absolute truth give me a couple others mm-hmm. and then we're and also then trying go, to figure out. go to well i mean like i don't need to hear like the truth if you know what i'm saying uh-huh. they're like oh clearly her and the white guy are married and then he's like a friend or or something like that i was like eh. but um, I like the fourth wall break personally, just because it was, we jumped so far back mm-hmm. and it was like, it, I don't think there would have been, I don't know. I like, I like the, the fourth wall break of her looking straight into the camera because mm-hmm. it's kind of like, you know, her making eye contact with the audience and being like, you know, this is your main character. We are going to be on this, this ride together the rest and of the time. this is who we're going to focus Here's on. Here's our connection. All you right. Know? I like that. Kind of like that, uh, you know, I'm a little invested because she like looked right at me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, and it, well, it wasn't even like uncomfortable. It was kind of like, hey, I'm watching you watch me. So, yes, kind you know, of. here's yeah, my journey of, yeah. in a way. Um, and then my, I think my favorite scene 
overall because I love that that open. I really do, and I love the the whispers with it. I kind of wish that we had gotten when we got back to the bar, we had gotten to see the the, the couple that right, were, were kind of like whispering. I was trying to look, but I didn't think I saw any. But oh, I saw a some lot people of, in the background, uh-huh. but I couldn't tell. Like there were a lot of of background characters that were banking out. Or like about to be making well, out. Like there yeah, were a lot of couples. I think I think they did that on. I assume they did that on purpose. <laughs> I would assume like, so. <laughs> we went to it went on uh, her and the Korean dudes, uh, um, fake date or whatever. When he came to New York, mm-hmm. and then they went to the. Oh, this is where I used to go with my husband. Oh yeah, and stuff. to the pier, and dude. Every single person in the background was a couple. Oh, I didn't notice that. Every Everybody single was, okay. person was a couple. Is either making out uh-huh. or standing over there. It was all like paired off, which it I was really, was it very was really good difficult subconscious for me. stuff. Oh, absolutely, and oh, it was it really subtitled. difficult for me not to. <laughs> it was not. It was uh, difficult for me not to shout out. Oh, we fucking get some, dude, because that at the pier he was like. Thank you for not showing that up. Yeah, he was. I would have asked Alamo to escort <laughs> to, you out. to escort me out. And I would have said, no, I am enjoying my time. Drag down. No, yeah, it was, uh, I didn't notice that, that everybody was, was a couple. Um, interesting. Interesting. Because that, that, I think that changes a little bit, yeah, of the subtleties and, and the expectation. Mm-hmm. Then when you're watching, all right, well, these, these two are clearly going to get together. And they're clearly going to be, you know, At the very, meant, meant for each mm-hmm. other. It helps with, like, kind of their natural chemistry, I yeah, feel like. absolutely. Which they had pretty good chemistry overall every once in a while it was kind of awkward and didn't sure. feel like the conversation would kind of just randomly stop and stuff <laughs> and i'm like what are we doing here mm-hmm. but other than that it was like i thought it was like 90 percent fantastic chemistry between the two of them yeah um but the her and arthur had pretty good chemistry i think we didn't have a lot of scenes of them together yeah that's i wish we had a little bit more so we could see that foundation know, being built so we could see the difference between the couples and well, their dynamics. But, but maybe I, that was the point. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. I don't think that's I think it is literally I think when well, one of the your favorite scene, mm-hmm. um, them in the bed. Yes. Having a conversation. Yeah. Um, but I think he honestly, I think he nailed it. Oh, and absolutely. It was, and I think she had a little realization that he nailed it also. <laughs> but I think that's what, it was just like we happened to meet right after that happened. Mm-hmm. And, you know. I just like the same stuff as you, which what it's weird that he's like, what if you met another guy that uh-huh. liked all the same stuff and did all the same stuff? I was like, yeah, but like, that's what makes you you. Like, that's what, exactly. That's You're what different. attracted her to you or like maybe not at first attracted, but that's what, what made her intrigued by you as a person and not just on a physical level. And so to, to have that kind of outlandish example is, is so relatable though. Like I sat there and I was like, oh my God, I feel like I have said a version of this conversation you know, to, to different exes before mm. when we had gotten to, to a certain point in, in our relationship of, yeah, I feel like uh, you don't like love me the same way I love you kind of kind of conversation. Or I'm just I'm scared I'm going to lose you. I'm scared I'm going to, you know, someone else is going to come along because we, we just happen to meet. But, you know, and it, it's good, though, I think that he did actually say something and it wasn't all just internalized. We didn't have to just infer certain information on on the unspoken bond between them and i think that also speaks to their relationship uh nora and arthur's versus versus nora and Sung, is there's a lot that's unspoken between uh the quote-unquote long-lost lovers and there's a lot that is literally spoken between husband and wife which again i think exemplifies love versus the romanticization of what could have been mm. and i love that uh, it, it is. It's one of my favorite scenes because we actually do get the most character development. We get the most depth. We get the most, um, you know, interesting stuff, I think, in that moment. But 
he sells Arthur sells himself so short and he's so worried about his romanticization of of her life and she keeps telling him no that's not true we we're not lovers right we're not meant for each other we're not mm-hmm. this is this is my life and he still is holding on to this yeah but you know that's kind of what everybody wants and everybody wants that romantic uh story and that romantic journey and then we get him actually exemplifying you know, I'm romantic as fuck. And I loved it when, when he's like, yeah, maybe that's why I wanted, I want to learn Korean so I can understand you, your dreams. Mm-hmm. Like, that's hella romantic, dude. Come on, give yourself a little bit of credit and realize that you are and can be enough, even though you've got all these questions and concerns and this particular story is happening at this time and in your life. But it's, it, it was just it, it, very interesting. I, I enjoyed this one greatly. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. It will be something that I try and recommend to people, but more of like, <laughs> have you seen this movie? Have you seen Bones and all? You know, crap right, like that. Right. And then I'm like, do you like really long takes and awkward silences? And uh, uh, if so, you'll love this. You, <laughs> you know? love this movie. Yeah, they did. They also had a very unique um, the shooting style uh, with a whole lot of headroom, a lot of shots, and which lots of headroom. I'm assuming. It is another like subconscious trying to get to get you to realize kind of like how much they're thinking and how much like thoughts oh, okay. are in their head. Okay. Because you like give them more space above because it's like they're in their own head doing yeah. stuff and like um, really having internal conversations and whatnot. I like that. I really like that because I don't know what else it could be. So just looks cool. I'm sure. Well, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Just they, they didn't storyboard so they didn't frame it right. Maybe. right? They, didn't yeah. do it a, they did it more than i thought they would mm-hmm. but it, I, I still think that's like i mean that's a general for film mm-hmm. like you know if you want them to think have that the audience have that impression you like you know give, give them a, a lot little, of headroom a little bit more right know? and a little more space to, to mm-hmm. breathe in um i mean it was and it was definitely uh a, an artistic film kind of of movie where hey i've got a statement i want to say something and i want to be artsy with it and i think that the execution was a lot better than um first-time filmmakers we've seen before I thought they did a great job with with everything they were trying to do. Yes, I agree. Um, anything else on on past lives? Um, no, I don't think so. So, all right, yeah, I don't think I have anything else. Um, I guess we'll just apply numbers to this movie. I think that's a great idea. Let's let's. It's a great idea. It's a great idea. <laughs> Um, <laughs> do you know off the top of your don't head? Don't make me irate. <laughs> hey, uh, not off the top of my head. Let me take a look. Right, do you, so, do you uh, know? No, I mean, I can at least, I can at least start. So okay. I think I'm in like the high, I think I'm in the high sevens after talking about it. Okay. Range. Um, I think I'm going to go, I mean, right off the bat rewatchability. Um, I'm going to say, Ooh, interesting. It's VOD or yes. And I think I liked it more than just the VOD. I'm not saying like it's necessarily something that should be or needs to be watched in theater. Mm-hmm. Um, but I liked it enough to give it the the, the big old yes. Yeah. VOD. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm with you on that one. And then grading wise, yeah, I'm at the top end of a seven, probably around the eight ish. I think honestly, I think it'll be like. I think it's going to be, honestly, I'm going to go eight even. And that is, that's going to be one tick below 
bullet train, but it's for me, it is the same level as Coda. It's also the same level as everything, everywhere, all at once. And so, and the nice guys. Yeah, I think I think we're gonna go eight solid, eight even. All right, all right. Um, I'm around the same range as well. Uh, high sevens, low eights. I don't know. I don't know if I liked it quite as much as Marcel. Well, I, you know, seeing that, I think I actually liked it more than Marcel. Maybe not as much as the Hurt Locker. Ooh, more than Marcel, so this is going to be like a nine something, right? <laughs> I don't remember exactly where you had that, but I'm pretty sure it was pretty up there. I had it at uh, at an eight, even. Oh, that's it. Mm-hmm. You hated mm-hmm. Marcel. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't hate it. I did love it though. But uh, looking at my seven seven fives is like menu and smile, the whale, and it's right around there for me. I think, honestly, I think I'm I'm at eight as well. Uh, in eight even for everything that that it gave us, and honestly, I think that Imagine. this might—I think we're going to match. This this does not happen this often. Is adorable, so this is this is super cute. This means this means I'm just never going to let this see the light of day. Then, so <laughs> I apologize. Yeah. No one's ever going to listen to this because I refuse <laughs> to match with. You know what? I'm going to go eight point oh one. No, I'm <laughs> no, I'm kidding. We'll go eight. What, eight even. What, whatever doesn't know you we did match at some point but that one actually doesn't come out <laughs> <laughs> trying to remember which one that was uh that was super mario brothers maybe where i didn't hit record whatever oh, one, whichever so one i didn't hit record i forgot what it was but uh no it wasn't super mario but i don't know whichever one we did i i remember um yeah, i am <laughs> remember you not hitting record uh, i definitely think that this movie is gonna be or or should be um up for nominations later in the season when we get to awards. Mm, I don't think what? it's going to win anything. For I, best pictures? No, I honestly, I would see, I could see it being up for best screenplay, original screenplay, um, and I could see it being up for score and possibly see, uh-huh. for her or for... For her? The movie? <laughs> for, for Nora. Actress? Um, as, as... Greta Lee. Be, yeah, Greta Lee for best actress. Possibly. I, like I said, I, I think it definitely needs to be in the conversation. Yes, we'll I agree. See later in the season, though, I agree. It'd be like I think it'd be. I think Greta Lee did a did a really good job. I can't fathom her winning mm-hmm. any of those, um, but I can see it being like, you know, oh, there's two front runners or three front runners, but then she's in the other group of like got nominated, right? But nobody's really like nobody's- taking it seriously, like she's gonna win it, right? And not in a not in terms of like she did bad or like a right. knock on her. Right. I just think there's gonna be. I think they're I, off the top of my head. She did a good performance, but best performance of the year is a lot. Yeah, I think. Yeah, especially I, this, I agree. You know, this yeah. early decide. Well, I guess this or halfway through. This, I can't uh, believe that that's hard to uh, hard pill to swallow. <laughs> I will say though, the I thought the the audio, some of like the the foley, like those small stuff, kind of I didn't love. Like mm-hmm. I was noticing things which I don't I don't love or like. The background uh, um, conversations and stuff felt very fake to me. Okay. Um, and the music once in a while was a little bit too intrusive to me. Too loud. Okay. I thought it took over stuff um, that when maybe, it shouldn't have. Maybe, yeah. We, we yes. could have had a, a breath or a moment and then or have at it come in. have it lower because it's just like it was on top of too much stuff, I feel like. Gotcha. For being a, especially for being like realism and whatnot. True. Like that kind of like style. That's very true. Um. But I still gave it, you know, an eight. I still love it. There you go. There so, you go. So right. I think that's all. 
that is it. I do I believe so. Um, yeah, this will be coming out at some point. If it's in theaters, go see it. If not, hopefully it'll be on streaming. But Past Lives, I think we could recommend this one. That uh, should be something that you watch. Yep, I agree. So don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, <laughs> give us some <laughs> comments <laughs> and <laughs> suggestions. <laughs> and <laughs> Dance party! <laughs> All right, bye, bye. guys! Bye.